Magic on the blacktop. Magic on the blacktop. Magic on the blacktop. Magic on the blacktop. Work that live from Tokyo, Japan. This is Magic on the Blacktop, the only live NBA podcast where two dudes open a pack of old NBA trading cards and draft a fantasy basketball team. My name is Peter. With me, as always, is the Essex Assassin, the British Bully, the English Enigma, the Hospital Heckler, the Dork Disparager, the Charismatic Chauffeur, the Forest Gump Faker, the Grand Gifter, and the Walking Wanker, Mr. Ian Rudd. That's just offensive. The well, last yeah, the one. last one because you said you're walking around always that you're like... I'm not Ooh. masturbating in the street while I'm walking. I that meant something else. Masturbating? No, wanker. Okay. I thought you said that to someone who's like a uh, a dork. You no, <laughs> I, I. You've never known what I've been calling you this entire time. So I know what a special show it is because we're coming to you guys from the future. That's right. Because we were meant to record this last week, but Pete is the hardest man to tra- track it down. Is. Me too. We've, we've had trials, but for our audience who listen to the audio podcast. Uh, we apologise, it's uh, a week late, but it's fine. We, I feel the halfway, was that a strategic move? We get halfway through the, well, the picks and we take a week off and then we start again? Reflect, yeah. Okay, okay, we just didn't tell anyone, we forgot. The and it's not that, that we're incompetent or shit at organize, uh, meeting up. We have the perfect excuse. In our defence, huh. I was in the hospital for that week. Hey, you weren't. I was. The last... last time we recorded was the day before I went. Remember I had the cool... No, I'm talking about last week when we should have met up. Yeah, that is the <laughs> part where we have... I was recovering, I meant. Okay. Post-surgery recovery. The, the beer we went out for, was that part, <laughs> part of the recovery? Yeah. I did suggest we might want to record the podcast no, instead no, of that. But okay. No, that, that was necessary. Negativity yeah. aside, we're here. Yeah, the people... No one complained. <laughs> I've not checked Discord yeah. again, even though I keep saying every week I really want to, and I'm just scared to go in there. I'm sorry. But uh, we are here. We are going to record now. It's all good fun. And uh, yeah. uh, just to reiterate to the people listening on the audio podcast, this is another live show via Pete's Twitch stream. So if you, mm. uh, I'll post a link in the Discord uh, for, on the Magic on the Black World top Discord. And if anyone wants to go in and watch the actual visual representation of this, oh, they you can, can go and do that. Oh, you can the VOD with like the time and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a couple of people who, who have gone back and watched it. And I feel like some people, this is their first and only episode that they get to see. So it's fun to do it live. And we'll ever see. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) But it is fun because you see some people pop up in chat and none of them are playing with us. But that's okay. I can see see Johnny Mull right now. He is is one of the most important people that we we, know. John and I went on a little trip the other week and it was brilliant. Went in his new car. It was fantastic. Did you discuss basketball GM strategies together? He gave me a few hints. Okay. I'm hopefully going to come into fruition today. Uh, and John, could you write the name? Sorry, this for the people listening. This makes nothing. <laughs> write the name of the beer, which was the greatest beer I've ever had, which was the Mellow Mellow um, Pineapple Thing Brew Dog. It was good. Okay, the Mellow Mellow Brand. Yeah. yeah. Okay, got it. So anyway, back to basketball. Um, Pete. Yeah. Uh, do you have any reflections on your current team? You know, we thought it would be an awesome idea to take two or three weeks between each episode, and I do think that that's great because the seasons lasted longer. But I also don't remember my team. I was going to say, should, would a better question be, Pete, do you remember who is on your team? Uh, this is—it's it, been a, a lot of—you uh, know—it's been a tough year. It's been a tough year. But mm. yes, I, I remember I have Kerry Kittles. You do, and Al Harrington. 
That's, That's your last right. pickup. Kerry Kittles keeps me up at night. Al Harrington, Kerry Kittles. I've got Kobe Bean Bryant. You do. That's a big one. That's I have Joe one. Johnson, ISO Joe. Yeah. Amari Stoudemire, yep. Stat. Yeah. And then I feel like I always forget the other guy. Yeah. And he's Manu Ginobili. There you go. You got I got, I got okay. my team. And your, your team is looking good. Yeah, my team's pretty good. I I last week was actually you know this is the third season we've done of this. This was the the one pick that I'm still that I've been it's been on my mind the entire time and I I I hope I come to eat these words. I regret it. I regret picking Steve Nash with my all star pick. Nah, you're not. Nothing against Steve Nash. I love Steve Nash. Who wouldn't love Steve? It wasn't not that we just got fired last week. But uh, he quit. The, mutual, mutual. But um, I, I wasted an all-star pick, I think. I don't think you did. You know why? I haven't seen an all-star outside of like uh, some dude who, although you did pass Andre Kirilenko, yeah. who I'm a big fan of, AK-47. Yeah. Yeah. That's all right. Um, here's the good news, though. Okay. As is the case with Magic on the Blacktop, mm-hmm. all previous mistakes can be completely washed away with well, one rip of the pack. Do you want to give a, a rundown of what the show kind of sure. is? Sure. I, I got this one. And then uh, usually you have a pre-recorded thing, but uh, I think but I can... I've not been putting it in the last oh, okay, couple because okay. you've done quite well. We'll see how you do this time. <laughs> what are What is Pete's inner monologue thinking as we bring back the random quote generator? Keep him talking. Keep him talking. My thing's locked oh, up. Oh, you frozen. Load it up. It's frozen. No, no, no. Well, it's just frozen. So if you don't know last time, well, here it is. All right, keep talking. Failure, failure, so, failure. That's Abort. not right. I feel like that's how I feel when I have to give the introductions or explanations. I think that was one of the recordings you just, like... <laughs> I just sighed. <laughs> here we go, here we go. Thanks for the tip. There you go. <laughs> so it's appreciated that I tell people. Yep. All right, basically what it is is that we have an old box of basketball cards. These are unopened packs from 2004-2005. And we decided a few years ago... We have all this time in our hands. Why don't we have a podcast where every episode we each open a pack of cards and we look at the players inside inside and fondly reminisce about, oh, remember when Ben Wallace was on the Pistons? And then he would counter with, oh, I love Scottie Pippen on the Bulls, Mm. things like that. And we try to build a roster from only the players that are inside this pack. We can choose one. And then at the end of 10 or 12 episodes, depending on how many packs we have, we have an AI simulate the game of who drafted the best team. For example, last week, you you had the tough choice between Andre Kirilenko and Steve Nash, and you chose Steve Nash. Now, that's your call. I had no choice. I had to choose Al Harrington. pure peer pressure from your audience and from you. But uh, that's fine. That means that it's all working to plan. But the point is, is that it's a fun way to revisit one of our old hobbies, which was getting a pack of cards and collecting them and stuff like that yeah we've managed to do this for three seasons and every time we've done a different year this is the more uh the newest one the 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 initial set we did it with was 93 94 95 96 okay so that's uh this is 10 years after that so we're uh this will probably be the final season just because we can't afford to buy no it's not no it's not i feel like it's the final season with audience integration okay i say because i I, it's my passion project okay no i want to keep doing it i want to keep doing it but it's it's hard to buy a unopened cards which are 20 30 years old you know they don't they don't hang around that often yeah but there is one caveat i would like to point out normally we used to choose the best player available inside the packs Hmm. so it'd be really tough sometimes because we'd have in the previous seasons it'd be like you know john stockton uh grant hill or shaquille o'neal and you're like oh this is really tough yeah this year we're trying something different we have a popper draft where we are only allowed to take three previous All-Stars, right? There's a curated list of players from the previous seasons. And if we have more than three All-Stars, we or if we have three All-Stars, we cannot choose 
Like mm -hmm. we have to have role players. Exactly. So it makes it so that your team has more of an identity instead of an all-star team. It does. And uh, the downside of that is, well, it's not really a downside, but the kind of the risk is that you could hold on to your three all-star picks longer. Even though a great player might come up, you might, you know, not <clears throat> take the plunge right then. And then maybe into the final weeks, you can get two amazing players. Maybe. Who knows? We'll see. But I, I'm somewhat, you've got two all-star picks left. You've I've won. got one. So we'll see. We'll yep. see. Um, Best player, we've said it before, for you, best player in this era, if you could have any player on your team, who would it be? Besides Kobe that I have? Besides Kobe that you have. Ah, you know who I'm going to choose. I've had him on my team for two straight seasons of Magic on the Blacktop. Give me the big fella, Shaquille O'Neal. Shaquille O'Neal. Of what, course. Shaquille over K KG? Yeah, I hate KG because <laughs> of you. Uh, actually, let me think, though. If there is, is there another player um, that you would... I, I'm imagining that in this game, the highest rated players are probably... Because uh, we did look at the list a long time it's ago. It's got to be Kobe's one. Kobe's got to be up there. Kevin Garnett's got to be yep. up there. Shaq's got to be up there. Ben Wallace is probably up there. Yeah, he's also the cover star. Yeah, um, so we will see. But before we get into opening some packs, we do a little thing each week where we uh, I introduce a mystery player for the people on the Magic on the Blacktop Discord to go and try and figure out who this is. Now, the last one, um, do you remember who it was? I, no. <laughs> uh, oh, I remember. The clues were he once had the longest ban in NBA history. And he worked in Circuit City. And you then you told me what a Circuit City was. I, I'm gonna, can I make a guess now? Yeah. Jermaine O'Neal. No. Okay. It was Ron Artest. I knew it. That was my second guess because the malice in the palace. I mean, that's what it was. But Jermaine O'Neal also was in that fight. He was. As, as, as NBA fights go, it's, it's the best one by far. Well, it's, yeah, it's certainly <laughs> the... And I think that the guy who got punched by Ron Artest was not the dude who threw the beer. He was like, uh, and then yeah. bam, it was a guy next to him. So, and, and if you see that, uh, for those who don't really know anything about this, is uh, you can, I mean, it's not that nice to watch, but it's, 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 it's people punching each other. But it's quite interesting that this happened in the middle of an NBA game. Um, and it was all Ben Wallace. It all started with Ben Wallace getting into alteration with uh, Ron Artest. Then Ron Artest kind of stepped away from it. And someone from the crowd threw a, 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 a drink at him. Um, and then, yeah, it just water, actually, turning, yeah. yeah, I think it was. And yeah. then, and then Jermaine O'Neal comes out of nowhere and punches the guy in a wheelchair. I think. <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, it was all. That's was why. All... That's why I remember Jermaine O'Neal came in late. Yeah. And just cold, like oh, just was, knocked was, somebody. Uh, was... That's why I was guessing maybe he got like the extra because it was. Yeah. No, I think uh, it was Ron Artest. But okay, I think he meant Metal World Peace. Uh, was well, his name. clearly. It... All right. So before we jump into the game, though. Yeah. Oh, you have your clues. I've got my mystery player for this. Okay. Year. Okay. Mystery, mystery player. This week's mystery player uh, spent 17 years in the NBA as a player. Following his retirement, he became a coach in the NBA and coached two teams, including his hometown team. And mm. that is a much more. I think that's probably the most difficult one we've had because that's going to that's going to require some real kind of knowledge and background uh, research. You could easily search who worked at Circuit City NBA. <laughs> that one I think is going to separate the men from the boys. Okay, well, and we'll see if anyone luck. gets it. Um, um, before we jump into the game, though, uh, you asked me my players just to give a quick recap of both of our squads. Yeah. The Kansas Blockers yep. currently have Manu Ginobili. Yeah. Kobe Bryant. Yeah. Iso Joe Johnson. Kerry Kittles. Antoine Walker. No, you don't have Antoine Walker. And who do I have? Al, Al Harrington. Harrington. Yeah. And uh, who was my who was my big guy? The last one, I already forgot. Ah, Amari Stoudemire. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Who is? You're gonna ask me who I've got now. Aren't yeah, you? the Essex Jammers. Who you got? Um, uh, defensive talisman. What's his name? Uh, <laughs> Eric Snow. Oh yeah. 
Peja Stoyakovich. Okay. All star. Steve Nash. Mm -hmm. All star. Grant Hill. Thank you, Grant yes. Hill. I got other. Do I have other players? Presumably, uh, you have two more. Do you remember either of them? Uh, you. I thought you had a, a kind of a big dude. Yeah, I can't remember. I can't he doesn't remember. even know his team. <laughs> so the thing is, is who are you targeting this week? What are you looking for on your team? Uh, Kevin Garnett, <laughs> specifically. Kevin Garnett will do that. I would like some size. I know I got Al Harrington last week, but it was really. It's like I think it's like his second season or something like that. So it wasn't. It wasn't like prime Al Harrington. I think he's going to be rated quite poorly, so I'm looking for some depth. Yeah. Either that or another forward to go alongside with uh, Amari. Yeah. So I got like four shooting guards. Yeah. Oh, a point guard would be... Nah, f*** it. Yeah. All yeah. right, so it's finally time to the packs. That's what we get to shout when it's time to go. Are you ready? Sideshow, good, junk him, point. I hate it. All right. Uh, <laughs> but I get no benefit nah, from no that. Benefit. It, well, I'll buy you donuts at the end of the season. Why do we do that? Do I get to pick uh, yeah. a pack first? Yeah, you get to pick but a pack first. But that's not first. really... Uh, um... Helped you last week. Okay, I'm got. I'm putting this in the face in the in the hands of your audience. Oh. Okay. Pack number one. Yeah. Okay. Pack number two. They look very similar. <laughs> I'll go with whatever the audience says. Well, wait, wait. One, two, spam, one. Wait, wait. Spam number one or number two in chat. That way, no polls necessary. Just spam the number one or two. So <clears> two, 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 one, two. Let's see what people. Two it is. Two it is. Well, give them a second. You know, the ones might be calculating the. the okay, it's two. It's two. We got two. All right. I got someone else to blame when it all inevitably goes. Shit. I will not be. Uh, can I? I'm going with a different talisman of sorts. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna ask myself if it's a good choice. Can you please load up a soundbite for me, please? Oh sure, of course. Uh, I feel like this one right here. Um, Pete, is this the pack that will bring me happiness? Happy to be your buddy. Sounds good. All right. Happy to be my buddy. Look at that. This one's going to be real nice. Here you go. So I give Ian my pack, and you give me your pack. And uh, do you want to have your card read first, or do you want to... Do you remember what you, we did last choose, time? Last I time, the opposite. Uh, that means you read mine first. No, no, no. I mean, I read yours you, first. Okay, yes. let's do that. Uh, yeah, let's do that. So you're you're on the you're on the clock first. Are you ready? We read the small one first, right? Well, it doesn't really matter, but... Yep. The gum that gave me appendicitis. All right, you have a Los Angeles Lakers. Is it Shaq? Laker. If it was Shaq, I would be so upset. You know how I would react. <laughs> uh, six eight two twenty. He was the Lakers' first round draft pick in nineteen ninety nine. Mm -hmm. So he's coming into his fifth year. Mm -hmm. After making only ten starts in his first four NBA seasons. Devin George got the call on 48 occasions in 03-04. The athletic swingman averaged 9.2 points per game in those starts, shooting um, slightly better than he did as a reserve. Twice he contributed 12 rebounds, career highs. Fun fact about Devin George, uh, he eluded the big schools and went to Augsburg because coming out of school, he was a very tiny 6'1". Alluded is a kind way of saying he was not selected. He was not receiving offers. Oh, it means the same thing, doesn't it? But yeah, anyway. Uh, but like, awful, okay. Awful. No, well, 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 I, I want to try to do better of saying like what about the player. So yeah, because yeah, it's something we kept promising we'd do. So Devin George, I don't think he's awful. I remember him being a role player on the Lakers. I mean, in the context of this game, he's awful. He's not going to do yes, anything. Yes. <laughs> do anything. Well, I mean, he was might... he that bad? Uh, I mean, he wasn't like a, uh, he was a, a serviceable role player. He was all right. I've got a bobblehead doll of him back See, in England. The fact my that... sister used to live in LA, and there's a do you know a restaurant called Carl's Jr. 
Yes, it's called Hardy's where I'm from. Oh, really? It's yeah. uh, a cartoon. They had a bobblehead uh, Lakers, and yet you could collect a different one every day, or whatever. Or it was a random one. So I got the whole little. And Lakers she has like a sack of five. Devin George that they and, didn't uh, keep. Yeah, I got. I just got five Devin Georges, and uh, yeah, no, I, I have that back in England. But it I, is pretty impressive, though. As you know, he grew seven inches in college. That is impressive. <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Say no more. <laughs> Welcome to the Essex. Uh, okay. All right. Who, who do I got first, baby? Let's go. We, do, we seem to do that every every time. Yeah, uh, it's either Corey Maggetti. It is or, Corey Maggetti. Yeah, I think we we've sat we've had him before. Can you bring up the All Star list as well while I'm just sure. reading this out, just so we know who if if uh, one is an All Star. <laughs> Corey Maggetti's not. not but... He might have been. No, no, he probably wasn't. Was he? All right, let's hear it. Maggetti took his game to new a uh, new level in 0304 as he ranked 14th in the NBA in scoring. He might be. <laughs> That's pretty good. His points per game was bolstered by his league leadership in three throws. He is the only second. He's the only the second Clipper ever to have more free throws and field goals in a season. Fun fact: Corey admits to often sleeping on the couch of Clipper teammate Elton Brands when they were both at Duke. Did Elton and, go to the Bulls when he was drafted? Yeah, he did. Yeah, or okay, I wasn't sure if it was the Bulls who drafted him or if he. Saying that he admits to sleeping <laughs> on the couch makes it sound like something untoward was yeah, going on. Yeah, I've slept on a lot of couches. <laughs> it doesn't mean like, yeah, you got me. But last season, twenty point seven points a game. Actually, was he an yeah, Mag he was not. But Maggetti might be. In what, what position did he play officially? Is a power forward, a uh, small forward, forward guard. <laughs> what? Forward. You just listed three positions. So he says forward guard. I yeah, right, small right. forward. So, yeah, small yeah. Forward. so Amari is a power forward. Yeah. All right, and that those were the tiny cards. So they tried to pull one past us, and they gave us like these these. I can just yeah, you're right. I don't know what's happening. It's a reverse camera. So each. Each pack has like one tiny card and one gold dick big card, and there's no point to it other than that you can collect more. Did you say gold dick big card. Gold? No, uh, maybe. I think it is. Pete, your thoughts on the first two cards? Just get in bed. I'll um, I'll tuck you in. <laughs> well, he did sleep over at Elton's house, so you can join them. The three of you, you have Just a great get time. Get in bed. I think that the the main thing is uh, we're putting those picks to sleep. Okay. <laughs> I <laughs> see done. Uh, for those listening to the podcast that we we mentioned before we started recording, uh, as you may have just realised, then we've still got a treasure trove of Pete's random quotes from a book he made three years ago. So yeah. we'll be playing those. Yeah, yeah, those are great. Um, you have a you have a good player. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, this is actually a person that I could see you taking because you might need some depth at guard behind your shitty Steve Nash, Alan. Houston. Well, he's not a point guard, but he's uh, a guard. He's a shooting guard. Yeah, Alan Houston's a good shooter. I want shoot. So I've decided I'm building my team around shooters. Pager, him, Steve Nash, or potentially him, Steve Nash. The only player I would potentially pick above Kevin Garnett, it's Tim Duncan. Um, is maybe Ray Allen. Oh, because I feel like I've got to go all in on threes. That's the only way I've got the, the, the potentially that could be the the only way I beat you. So anyway, well, Alan well, Houston. Alan Houston in um. Somebody was actually curious uh, how much these packs cost. This box of cards was about 450 US dollars for 20 packs of unopened cards. No, don't listen to a word Pete says there. They're 199, see? <laughs> yeah, right. Where, where does it say? One, $199. Yeah. With inflation, uh, we got kind of we got kind of screwed. It cost $450, yes. Yes. <laughs> for our little passion project. Not per pack, by the way, for the for the whole box. Yeah. Pistons first round, 1993, 11th overall. So he's in his 10th year, so he's a esteemed veteran by this yep. point. He is not on the list of previous All-Stars. Even in an 03-04 season limited to 50 games by injury, Allen 
paced the Knicks in three-pointers, just like you said, and mm. shot his second-best percentage from the distance. He moved into 10th place all-time in the NBA on trays and needs 102 to catch. Who? For most by a Nick. Um, okay, keep reading these fun facts and I'll let me... Fun let me fact, Alan that. is the CEO of H2O Productions, an entertainment company that focuses on gospel hip-hop. Oh, cool. Actually, actually a fun I thought he was going to say his dad was like a head coach. And nope. That. No, okay. Um, Nick's deep threat. Uh, that, was it someone around that era? Or was it yeah, an, yeah an we've seen player? him in a previous past. John Starks? Yep, John Starks. Okay. John Starks, cool mustache. All right. uh, can I just ask you what he averaged last season? Yeah, he had 18.5 points per game. Okay, serviceable. And three boards and two assists. Sounds good. You have yourself a very good player who's not an all-star. Let's go! How good was he last year? Uh, he's... Oh, well, he was drafted 2003, so he's oh, only... So, yeah, uh, it's his, second, it's his second year. He would go on to become a very good player, and even, in, even last season, he averaged in his rookie year 11.5 points a game. Steve uh, Francis? No. See if you can get it. Okay, let me hear see some... You, see if you can work out from okay. this clue. Okay. Bosch started 63 games <laughs> in 0304. <laughs> can you tell me more? I don't know. Leading all rookies in rebounds per game, double-doubles, and blocks per game, while finishing fourth in field goal percentage and fifth in points per game. On December 7th, he plucked a team rookie record 16 rebounds on November... And on November 16th, he scored a season-high 25 points. Bazooka fun fact. Mm. As a high school senior in Dallas, Texas, Chris was a member of the National Honor Society. Do you know who this Chris Bosch card may be representative of? <laughs> yes, Chris Bosch is my is, final indeed. answer. So this is interesting. Uh, I think he he kind of rose to fame on the Raptors, and yep. then he exploded onto the Heat, and then yep. his career was tragically cut short. He had uh, an issue with um, blood clots Yeah, his calves, I think. Stop, uh, uh, yeah, he's, 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 he seems I feel to be doing like... fine now, but he was an amazing player for a while. Oh, yeah. And uh, just just a, a rebound scoring machine. And then when you, when you team him up with Dwayne Wade and LeBron James, they're clearly not going to lose many games. But I feel like he still didn't get enough credit on that the big three on, on Miami. Well, he was the worst of the three. Well, that's like saying that, you know, you know we all get really three amazing cheeseburgers, but it, this one didn't have bacon. <laughs> An awful analogy. I don't know how to no, describe it. It's like, no, no, LeBron and Dwayne Wade are potentially both top. Well, LeBron's a top three player of all yeah, time. Yeah. And Dwayne, Dwayne Wade's probably a top that, 20 yeah. player and of all time. Bosch Chris might Bosch be is, in like the 50s or 75. Yeah. So he's the worst. So that's where he was. But he, uh, the, his final years of the Raptors, he was Wait, one of the best players in the league. He went back to the Raptors? No, no, no. Oh. He, his final oh, years of oh, the Raptors. Yeah, yeah. He was one of the best players in the league for sure. Uh, Sometimes the cards, the actual artwork on the cards is, or the photo is great, and I think this is one of those. I like these kind of when it's. Just, oh, that's sweet. When it's just one, you'd think we'd work this. <laughs> Why is it so hard? We're okay. just dumb. Okay. Is he? What was his nickname? The Velociraptor. No, no, okay. <laughs> the Velociraptor. Uh, Chris Bosch. Chris Bosch. I think that was his nickname, the Velociraptor, or something like Even that. Even when he was at Miami. <laughs> no. That'd be awkward. First of all, thank you, Davey, for resubscribing. This is a live show. I forgot to change the alert. It just says you're nothing but a Robo Hooker. Uh, for anyway, you have you have a you have yourself a, a player who Wait, well, that was just each round. I think we do one each round. Oh, okay. That was two, right? Um, okay, Pete. Yeah. Your thoughts on who? Alan Houston and Chris Bosch. Yeah, I, I, I think I two some... very good players, but you seem to think. Really? How so? Well, because they're good. <laughs> I think we kind of covered it. I, I think I wasn't listening to video. Please, yeah, that piece wasn't. Please pay more attention. I'll, I'll try to get my head in the game. Um, I do have a bazooka. Oh, my favorite ones. Yeah, this is a really great one. I it's like a it's a joke card. So we can't pick this player. 
it, I can't pick this player. Yeah. Is he a good player? Yeah, it's Dwight Howard. Oh, okay. He's a great player. He's a great player. He's a rookie, though. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. And he got, okay, so, and uh, it has a little, I'll show it to you guys in a second. Uh, I'll do it in a second. It says, there's a magician, and there's a couple of there's a couple of guys in a box. And he goes, for my next trick, I have placed in the box a shot blocker, a scorer, and a passer, and a rebounder. Orlando Chongo, which I guess is a magic spell. That might be offensive. I don't know I what that you. is. And then one guy comes out and he goes, this guy knows all the tricks. So he's saying he's like a five-tool player. This is the super zoom-in. Oh. This is like the super zoom-in. But these, they never look like the player. But they're quite cool, though. I love the artwork. Well, the them. artwork is indicative of the era of this comic. Yeah. So they they were kind of vague anyway. Like right. That's kind of its hallmark. That's a pretty cool card, though. Um, now, I'm going to go to your actual player. That's all right. Okay. Or okay. I've got an insert as well, which we can go, just yeah, get out of the way. Quick, get these two out of the way. Is the tattoo one? Or? So, no, it's the four stickers. Oh, oh yeah, so there's yeah, a yeah. Pack, But they're normally really good players. But these are four uh, rookies. And let's see if you've heard of any of these. Well, definitely one you've heard of. Andres Biedrins. Yep. You've heard of Biedrins? He was good for a while, but then he forgot how to play basketball. <laughs> like, genuinely. He was actually, like, borderline, not all stuff, but he was, border he was very good for the Warriors. And then suddenly... Just it's like the monsters in Space Jam. He lost his mojo. Oh yeah, just... it's like in golf. You get the yips. Yeah, is that, is that what they call you, it? You just you just can't. Well, you got the yips. Yep. And then uh, you stop playing. Uh, Arthur Johnson. Yeah. Called... AJ. <laughs> Presumably. Uh, Benno Udrith. Uh, you okay. nearly picked the other. Yeah, the other I, I almost did. Uh, and uh, Utah Tabase. Oh, the Suns. The very first Japanese player drafted. There we go. There's. Uh, you you whoa, see me? You still got to keep whoa, it. Whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa, whoa. Hang on. Let me maneuver this. There, so, there we go. You you passed up on Yuta Tabuse last week. Oh yeah, shit. <laughs> Your next player is not shit. He was a member of the Kansas Blockers last year. Mm. See if you know anything about this Portland Trailblazer, who I think was a swingman that led me to a championship. Despite not being a huge name, he definitely put in the work of... It's Sharif Abdurrahim. Oh, okay. Great player. He's, he's almost not. certainly an also. Yes, oh, he, he is. is. Yeah, he's your last oh, all-star choice. I'm not going to waste my all-star, but... I think he'd be great in this era. He's a 6'9", 230-pound. He was the first-round pick out of 96, third overall, until becoming a sixth man in Portland part of the way through 03-04. Abdurrahim's career scoring average was a plump 20.7. Yeah. Though he started only three of 32 games as a trailblazer, his 28 double-doubles were enough for entry into the NBA's top 20. So I guess he's kind of on well, his way up. Yeah, no, you're right. The more I think about it, he's not great in this era. <laughs> he was, uh, great he was, when I he had was him. at Vancouver when you had him, right? That yep. was uh, yeah, ideal, situ uh, ideal timing to have him. So he averaged 17 points a game, eight boards and two assists. Mm -hmm. And uh, his fun fact, Reef's brother Amir is a 6'3 guard who was Southeast Louisiana's leading scorer with 15 points a game in 0304. So young, still in college. Mm. So there you go. Sharif. Didn't make it to the league, I presume. I've never heard of his brother, so presumably not. Mm. So that was a player who's appeared and made a name for himself in previous seasons of Magic on the Blacktop, and is now seeing out his his honeymoon. What do you call it? His his, his uh, the, the his, end of yeah. The, it's the, not the honeymoon. It's his, no, it's, it's the other one, twilight. It's twilight. Seeing out the twilight of his career at Portland, you have exactly the same situation. Oh, but a different player. But, but, but a previous member of one of our teams. A previous member of one of our teams, and scored an insane half court ah. shot. I don't know if you remember. Yeah, it was the Toronto Raptors. Uh, I know he's a point guard. And he I, is. Um, I, I, hold on. Give, uh, wait, 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 wait. Uh, Daryl Stoudemire. 
Damon. Yeah. <laughs> Daryl's his brother. Yeah. Six okay. three out of you can't have him. Utah. Uh, Stoudemire started all 82 Damon. Portland games in 03-04. A distinction he also had in 2000-2001. He finished ninth in the NBA in assists and three-pointers and latter with a total uh, that was the highest since 96-97. In one game, he had a 20-point fourth quarter. Last season, 13.4 points a game. Damon Stoudemire's fun fact, he's a compulsive gambler. <laughs> he's a compulsive ironer. Like his clothing? Sometimes ironing all the clothes he'll need for the week ahead on a Sunday night. What a good guy. I wish he'd iron out his mistakes that he cost me season one of the championship. Um, You know what's funny is that Celadon Earn slash Cousin Jeff, yeah. one of his favorite players. Well, he was great. Do you know what his nickname is? I don't remember. Mighty Mouse. That's right. That's right. He had the Mighty Mouse tattoo and everything. He did. All right. You ready for your next guy? Because I got a personal story with him. Hold on. I want to know your thoughts first. Oh, of yes. Course. Of course. The thoughts on Sharif Abdurrahim are, the, are two previous members of our of the Kansas blockers. I think this. Sounds like it. That's a rubbish one. Hold on. We can do better well, than that. We can do better than that. Okay. You're very wise. Well, I drafted them when I when they were good. Uh, sounds, I, I totally agree. So it can't all be winners. That's what I tell about everybody in my stream. Yeah. So this next player was a Kansas Jayhawk and led them to a championship. And when I was still in Kansas and, and going to school and stuff, so he's a, he's a, he's a point guard and he was pretty popular. Oh, I know it is. Who? Kirk Heinrich. Kirk Heinrich. A 6'3", 190. He was the Bulls first round pick in 2003, seventh mm. overall. Heinrich, a got milk NBA all rookie first timer in 03, 04. I didn't know that was a thing. And mm. Okay. It's just him. <laughs> Led all rookies in double-doubles, 14, and assists per game. He has 144 threes, including a season high of six in a February game against Boston, were more than twice the previous team record. That's that can't it. be right. Oh, it's true, because like compared to today's NBA, that's nothing. You're like, telling Steph, me that Steph his... will hit six threes in a quarter, but... Like then, yeah, that was that was. So BJ line. Armstrong never hit four threes in a game. Now he was saying six in a game, right? That yeah, but that's record. more than twice the previous team record. Wait, I think it means what? his hundred and forty-four threes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that's still, still, that's very crazy to consider the fact. Well, considering that, Steph gets four hundred a season now. Yeah, uh, yeah, that means that like you know Steve Kerr or or BJ Armstrong or even Jordan never made. Well, they weren't. They were, they were great shooters, but they weren't volume shooters. Wow. You wouldn't last long in the NBA back then if you were just shooting threes every time you got the ball. Different game. Yeah, anyway. Uh, his fun fact, when Kirk was a toddler, his father set up a mini hoop in their house to teach him shooting form. Your next player. Yeah. Is an NBA coach, a very respected man, part of the Allen Iverson 76ers team, along with Eric Ty Lue. Willie Green. Okay. No, right. Allen Iverson stepped over Ty Lue. He did. That's they what that They went on the same team. Yeah. Green didn't play a lot as a rookie last season, Great. but he had an unmistakable look of a future scorer. On April 6th, he slapped 26 on the Hawks, which was the top point uh, output by a rookie uh, since Tim Thomas, uh, sixer, since Tim Thomas had 27 in the game a few years prior. Last season, 6.9 points a game. Yeah. Early in his career. Bazooka fun fact. Yeah. Willie was coached in high school by Gary Green, his uncle and former Eastern Michigan player. That's kind of neat. You know, he got some nepotism maybe, but ended yeah. up not needing it because he made it to the pros anyway. That's it. And he was, like I say, he's a guy who was in, he's still around the NBA now. He's still very and much those were And those were the gold cards. These are like the extra, they're like super thick. And uh, I guess they're, they're no different than the stock cards that you could get. While I'm finding your soundbite for this, uh, could you tell me Kurt Heinrich's points per game? 
please. I'm quite curious. What, I... 12. Okay. With seven assists. Okay, Kurt Heinrich and Willie Green, your thoughts? Peter. Really? How so? Oh, f sake. Sorry. <laughs> Same one. Sorry, sorry. Okay, it's hard to keep track. Okay, this time. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? <laughs> probably guys... not. Thank God, probably not. I think you are. I think that's, they're not going to get drafted. Okay. Uh, not by us. Uh, your next player is Jamal McGlure. He is an all-star. What? <laughs> are you serious? Yeah. He's, wow. Uh, he's the worst all-star on the list by some distance, I would say. And wow. it was kind of a running joke that, yeah, I'll pick him if he comes up. So there's absolutely zero chance of him. Uh, 6'11", 260, the yeah. Hornets' first pick in 2019 overall. McGlure's points and rebound totals have risen dramatically each mm -hmm. year. In 0304, they reached all-star levels, and he led the Eastern Conference with 19 points. Yeah. He had a very good season, but... His 45 double-doubles, including a 23-point, 21-rebound game, were the third most in the NBA. And his fun fact, when his native Toronto suffered an outbreak of the SARS virus, I, the city of Toronto... Oh, I thought you meant this is like teammate. <laughs> Jamal made a big donation to hospitals. I, I, okay, there you go. I didn't know that Toronto had a big SARS outbreak. Well, now you know. Was that the fun fact? It wasn't very it's fun. Not very but, fun you know, is it? That's the fun fact. Hey. Okay, we're handing out all stars, are we? Oh, baby. Let's go. I need a good one. Come on. Come on. Come on. Big man. It is a big man. Okay. Drafted 93. Oh, he's on the way out. Well, it's 10 years. It's okay. Well, big man. First overall. He's done damage to your team in previous seasons of this to this game. Uh, Carmelo did damage. Yeah. Um, he, this was my X Factor off the bench in season one, I think. Wait, is it not Akeem? No, it wasn't that because he's out of the league. Okay, just tell me. It's not Patrick Ewing. Chris Webber. Oh, Seawell. Sacramento Kings, Chris Webber. Whoa, Seawell. Webber missed the first 58 games of 0304, but oh, returned to contribute more than 18 points a game and eight rebounds per game in both the regular season and NBA playoffs. He and Mitch Richmond are the only two Sacramento Kings to ever be named All-NBA. Uh, all Chris has picked it up five times. Points per game last season, 18.7. 8.7 rebounds. Fun fact, among among his hobbies, Chris collects art with a special interest in works by African Americans. I think we A man of culture. I think we've had him... Yeah, did we, did we read that again yeah. uh, recently? I think he... Yeah, I don't know. I, I, anyway, I, I, no one wants to be Chris Webber. This, well, yeah. what, what do uh, I think? Uh... <laughs> Is this is this specifically for Chris or uh No, it's also for it's the Jamal and uh well actually I want to know what I think about Chris Weber. Okay, apologies if these are repeats, I've got no way of telling. You're my best friend, and your guidance and support is crucial to my life. <laughs> We've had that last week, but it's a great one. <laughs> it's so bad. Alright, alright. You ready for your, your next guy? Yep. I mean, I saw your next two cards, they're not bad. You got they're... I've just seen yours and I'm very upset. Oh well then I'm cool. Well, uh, your guy was not an all-star, so you might be able to get some use out of him. Seven foot one, two thirty-five. The Clippers' first-round two thousand one pick, second overall, high lottery pick. Still might have some relevance in this league. Um, after opening the season with three straight double doubles, he was exasperated by a back injury in 03-04. However, when healthy. He was one of the NBA's most productive rebounders at seventeen rebounds per game on October thirty-first. On Halloween, he grabbed 22. Tyson Chandler. Oh, okay. He's not a bad. He's not. He's not an all-star. Okay. Uh, bazooka fun fact: As a kid in a local rec league, Tyson would shout "Barkley" whenever he <laughs> stuffed an opponent's shot. That is a fun fact. That's the original Kobe. 
Kobe, that is the original Kobe. But when Barkley. you block when you block someone, it's yeah. a Barkley. Barkley. Did Barkley block people that often? Did to him. I suppose, he, I suppose he did. I suppose he did. Okay. Uh, that's good. Yeah. So, I mean, like, it, it, it seems like his stats were six six points a game and, like, seven rebounds. But they, I, I think that he's coming off injury, they said. So, who's mm. my guy who's this great player? Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Come on. Don't don't tease me with that, that shake of the head. Is it who I think it is? Is it who I want it to be? Um, chat, this is, a, this is a sad... This is a bad, bad no, moment. No, it's not, never, never sad. Never bad. When Pete gets an amazing player, it's always very depressing. Why? Huh. Let me see if you can work it out. <laughs> the first player. Oh boy. To amass a thousand points. Oh. A hundred steals. Oh. And a hundred blocks. In four seasons. That's interesting. He was an All NBA second team pick in 0304. He became the only. I'm not going to say the team name. To swat 200 shots in three straight seasons. Now needs 130 to claim the team's career record. Bazooka fun fact. After winning the championship, mm. he was honored with a parade in his hometown of Whitehall, Alabama. Oh, see, wait, now I don't... Drafted? I... Not drafted. Undrafted? Peter. Is it... You have got it's... the cover star himself. It's Ben Wallace? And look at this afro. Whoa! If people, if people are not familiar with Ben Wallace, look at that. Fear the fro! Uh, potentially the best defensive presence in the game. Yeah, I would think he, he was definitely a guy who can move the needle. He is not a scoring threat, really, but defensively, not many people are going to score over him. He's so a power forward, though, right? He's a center. Oh, uh, he's, I, I thought... Forward center, but uh, yeah. You could put but, him in the center spot. He was yeah. definitely the biggest guy on that. Or he was well, the, it was just huge. He was, yeah, he's yeah. only six foot nine, which in NBA standards isn't... Um, it's undersized for center, but the way he played, no, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, um, wow, I feel like that's a, you know what? We we often discuss how we like to build our team. Like, do we only pick the best players, or this is obviously a very good player? But also, you want to have guys that you like. True. And we, I passed on Jason Kidd the very first pack. I was yeah. like, fuck that guy. I'm, yeah. And Ben Wallace is a cool. If I had Kobe and Ben, that's a cool. That's a cool. Like, I'm happy to, yeah. I will say though, you have a tough choice here because your next player is an All Star and he's quite good. I feel like you don't quite, want quite good's not cutting it for my final All Star pick. I think he's very good. Oh, okay, now we're talking. I mean, if I'm speaking the truth, okay, is he? He must be. Yeah, Paul Pierce. Okay, six six two thirty out of Kansas University. Uh... The Truth, who was named to his third NBA All-Star team in 2004, reached 10,000 points five games faster than Larry Bird. He led the NBA and broke the franchise record for free throws made and attempted, yet also set a career high in assists. Mm. You have Paul Pierce, Celtic legend, also did his pants once and had to be carried <laughs> off. One of my favorite moments. We've talked about Paul Pierce yeah. a lot on this show in previous seasons. But one of my favorite moments ever was when he threw his headband into the crowd and the guy just throws it straight back at him. <laughs> he was also stabbed 11 times. He was. And you know what? The last time he came up, I think, might have been his rookie year. It, or, or like it, it was like there was a reason not to yeah. pick him yeah it was the yeah. young and so you're right um paul's nickname the truth was actually first hung on him by none other than shaquille o'neal really i didn't know that you can i can see him mumbling that guy's the truth you know because he like had that cool deep voice yeah. like man so paul pierce uh, an amazing player uh can i trade steve nash for him <laughs> no. no okay what was his points last year it must be like he must be 
right in the mid 20s 23 yeah six and a half boards yeah. five assists and yeah. almost 1.6 steals okay well Shaq did give a lot of people their nicknames. He yeah. is, he, and he also gave himself a lot of his nicknames. Oh, true. The big uh, Aristotle the, the big, would be my the favorite. The big Shamrock. The big Cactus. There's a lot. There's a lot of big. big yeah, I, yeah, maybe. He... Who's my last player? Okay. Uh, Josh Howard, who was a good player at the Dallas Mavericks for a mm. long time. This was a little early in his career, though. Drafted 29th overall in 2003. But like four or five years down the line, he would become... Nothing but a robo-hooker. It's not what he became. <laughs> he became a robo-hooker <laughs> and made his money that way. So Howard left no doubt that he was under-drafted with the team depth. Only one thing standing between him and impact-type stats uh, as an 0304 rookie. His eclectic contributions included three games with 19 points, two with 14 rebounds, and six with three blocks and two with four steals. Yeah, he was a he was a Swiss army knife of a player. He could do a bit of everything. And when that Dallas Mavericks team became really, really good a couple of years later with Dirk, you know, mm -hmm. he was a really big part of it. He was like second or third best player. Was on he that. on the championship team that toppled the, uh, the I Heat? I would have to check, but I think so. Yeah. Interesting. Sense. Fun fact. Josh says his craziest ambition is to be the mayor of Winston-Salem, North Carolina... The locale of Wake Forest. Yeah, the Demon Deacons. Wouldn't it be funny if he didn't go to Wake Forest? He just, <laughs> he just wants to be the, the mayor presume, of Salem. Presumably uh, an alumni well, okay. of said college. You know, maybe it's a little late now, but we should yeah. added a we should have added a part that was like coolest fun fact of the of the week. Okay, but, be, uh, okay. but I, I want to hear what they think about Ben Wallace and uh, Josh Howard. Or no, no, Ben Wallace. Is, it's Paul Pierce. Yeah. Well, that's good news. You should have at least one thing in your life that's working out. That's Paul Pierce for you. I mean, you're, you're beset by tragedies on all sides, but at least you got the truth. Okay, that's Paul Pierce. And for Josh Howard? Josh Howard? That's why I love you. I look forward to more surprises. <laughs> it was a surprise. Uh, not okay. particularly welcome, though, I think, for, for your... Uh... I, I felt a hint of sarcasm in that particular. <laughs> that's why. All right, so look. Uh, now it becomes Judgment Day, where we have to unfortunately um make the choice okay. of, of what we want yeah you're gonna read mine you're our first okay mystery and rudd and the essex jammers you are on the clock oops <laughs> you can oh sorry that no, was it's a... fine does that go out on the, on the recording? <laughs> that's fine i don't have to mess around and put the uh, millionaire music on it this is a nice change just do it <laughs> You have all-star Jamal McGlore, <laughs> Sharif Abdurrahim, Paul Pierce, and non-all-stars Tyson Chandler, Alan Houston, Devin George, and Kirk Heinrich. Who do you choose? Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep this quick because that music is infuriating. <laughs> Uh, uh, I'm going to. Uh, I'm not going to pick an all star this week. As good as they are, there's people like Shaq, there's people like Kevin Garnett, there's Dirk Nowitzki, there's truly amazing players still out there. I hope I can get one. Of those three, I would have picked uh, none other than Jamal, uh, Paul Pierce, probably. Yeah. Uh, of the remaining players, I'd like to see two to compare, please Tyson okay. Chandler and Alan Houston. Have a quick look at those, and I'll give you my. Uh... Okay, after deep deliberation, yes. I will be choosing. The Essex Jammers will be welcoming with open arms yes. Alan Houston Alan to their Houston. Very. Whoops. Okay, welcome, Alan Houston. Golf claps all around. And then for the, the Kansas Blockers. You got a different song? This is much cooler. What's going on? I got Ben Wallace. Okay. This is way cooler. 
Peter in the Kansas Blockers, you are on the clock. Your first two card, your first all-star selections. Do it again. Your all-star selections this week are Mr. Ben Wallace and Chris Webber. Other players you may want to choose from are Corey Maggetti, Willie Green, Josh Howard, Damon Stoudemire, and Chris Bosch. What are you gonna do? Uh you know, I is it it's not that hard of a choice, I think. I think that it's really useful that Ben Wallace has the flex of being a forward and a center. Mm. So even if I picked up someone like Shaq or yeah. Tim Duncan, I could still have a really good Kobe two big men. Or you know what I mean? Mm. I'm going with fear in the fro! Mr. Ben Wallace! Yep. Damn, he's so sick! He's a cool player, and uh, not a tough, not a tough ch- choice, really. No, it, it uh, yeah, uh, you'd be crazy to pick anyone else. I yeah, think, so. although Maggetti is kind of an interesting pick. I mean, like he, for value, he's he's a really good player. Yeah, Weber was a bit past it. Maggetti, what do we say? Like twenty points a game yeah. last season. That's uh, it's pretty good. But I don't want Willie him taking Green, shots Josh from Kobe. Howard, I think. Sadamai- Chris Bosch could have been the other one, but he's a bit too young. Yeah, eleven points a game. So no, I think you made the right. Ben Wallace, and uh, thus concludes episode seven of Magic on the Blacktop. We're not going to talk about the uh, <laughs> Cheryl Four Classic. Well, again. you know what? I I really enjoy, I will say this yeah. for those of you who don't know, we have a an element of participation where there are other teams drafting. They don't have they're not stuck with one pack or the other. They can choose from all twenty available players, Correct. or around twenty. Correct. And I, I've been reading the the posts, and I find them very amusing. And some people create like little fun stories. Other people are just more, you know, perfunctory and say, "This is what I want." And it's I actually think the way the popper draft has worked out, mm. uh, there is more diversity uh, this time. year. And I, yeah. I want to say a big shout to our guy Fermented Shrimp Pace. He's been very kind of like making a list of like which players are available. Oh, so I'm sorry, you didn't know that, did no. you? <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> But uh, yeah, okay. Well, uh, I guess once. Wait, wait, really quick. And uh, there's some confusion about was Chris Bosch a an all star? He was not. I mean, he was later in his career for sure. But we, when we say uh, were they an all star, we don't mean throughout their career. We mean in the three years prior to the cards. Because when we pick these players, we're not picking them based on their like reputation as a whole. We're picking them based on what the video game is going to rate them as. So this is year two, Chris Bosch, I think. Uh, so that he's got not going to be that highly rated. And in his rookie year, he clearly wasn't a rookie, so he is fine. But uh, yeah, absolutely, he was a, uh, an all-star in later life several yeah, times. Yeah, he was. He was a great player. Yeah. So, Ian, how did you did you do you like doing these live shows more, or do you find them to be terribly? Annoying? I like both the audio quality, and it's easier to edit the other ones because I've got control over both things. And your mic, uh, it's very good that it cuts out certain things but if i i guess move to the side so there's lots of big gaps so i think it's good to balance them do so and your audience don't want to watch basketball when you could be watching cyberpunk and things like that so uh we'll, Actually, we'll let's let's take we'll a look split at, it up we'll split no, it up no 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 no, no, no. I, I i mean i i like doing it because um sometimes i can show you look at this you want to see the scary well when you arrived we had a slight dip in analytics but when you started talking we started climbing again so only when we really i would say we maintained the average people. So here's the good news about doing it live. Yeah. We can actually, people, more people heard it just now than uh, if we had just released the podcast. <laughs> so we forced 400 people to to listen. I feel guilty. I feel uh, <laughs> they're, they're, they're here under false pretenses. Yes. They came to watch you shoot things. No, and... they didn't. They came to watch me fail. And they did not get that this week, but they got it last time. 
I think it's fun. I think it's a cool. I think it's a cool like. Extra you just thing. don't want to travel to my house anymore. Yeah, it's too far. Thing. It's too far. And um, yeah, I-, I love having content thrust upon me. The best bit, Pete gets the advertising revenue. It's true, which can go towards our packs. See, I'm a generous man of my half. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, thank you. I, uh, I remember, you know what though? I remember that I uh, I messaged Tops and Upper Deck and those guys, and they ignored my after season one. Yeah. Now that uh, now there's video, I'm gonna try uh, it again. You think they're gonna contact you? Maybe. No, okay. cease and desist. Maybe, but like, <laughs> I feel like we can we can you know, it's been fun though, and everyone you know we had the whole the Van Gang thing, and it's cool to have you back on as a guest because you would normally never come here unless you had to track me down. <laughs> No, I like being here. I just feel like, um, you know, I, I, I feel bad that I... It's good that we don't actually know a lot about the players and we just read... Really, like, I mean, we know some I, things. I actually know but, a lot. But, but what I mean is it's it's good that you don't have to know necessarily a lot of the players, right? You you didn't have to know much about Ben Wallace's history to know that he's a cool f***ing... Look at his hair, look at his thing. That's why he's on your team and he's pretty good at basketball. But I feel like the one good thing about it, and I think that this kind of doing it on Twitch has made it more about... Um, audience participation somewhat and not really just boring stats about the players which we could occasionally go down into those little tangents yeah although i I do feel one thing we could improve is their impact on the game other than oh he was a good scorer how many did he score yeah Uh, maybe we could talk a little bit more about the era and like yeah yeah i feel like we're we're still learning that's the thing pete your summary of today's show maybe sure this is a very short one so it might be a bit rubbish that's epic hey i agree Uh, I realized we made one slight mistake. We made loads. Well, a, a really big one. Okay. I did not record any of that. So I have to figure out a way to find you that. I mean, I have the VOD. I have the whole stream. But then I have to find, like, the whole... Are you going to send me, like, a 96-bit rate audio file? That... <laughs> Possibly. Uh, but maybe maybe Conk can help me figure that one out. But okay. I, I will try to isolate just that aspect of it because i am an idiot but if you guys want more magic on the blacktop there is two seasons of previous episodes that you can find they're really fun to listen to yeah we could just do redo today's show with uh, <laughs> new packs if you want <laughs> we, we've done that once yeah we we had to stop season one mid it was the worst pack yeah ever i we, don't think we'd actually heard of a single player in the only no it was so it was uh, it was awful but um, that is going to conclude to the uh, the episode of Magic on the Blacktop. Um, now we got to figure out what what is going on tonight. I don't know. I'm going to this thing, but I don't know either. It's always the pressure. But yeah, that was cool. Magic on the Blacktop. Magic on the Blacktop. Magic on the Blacktop. Magic on the Blacktop. Work that ball.